Hey guys, it's JG. I just want to take a minute to thank you for downloading this podcast. And remember to come back every week for a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Last week on Obscurities of the Silver Screen. Sleep for me, Christine. I'm so scared. I'll go to sleep. Sleep for me. Sleep for me gently. Sleepy sleep. Sleep sleep. I sleepy sleep. Sleepy sleep. Sleep sleep. Sleepy sleep. Sleep sleep. What the hell is this? What's <clears throat> going on here? <clears throat> sorry, I'm uh, just... sorry, Mr. Weber, sir. Uh, we're, we're, we're... <clears throat> we're going for sort of an edgy Phantom of the Opera this yeah, time. Yeah, you know, because uh, we got Robert England. Yeah, you know, you know so... uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Kind of like, like, yeah, want to be creepy. It's scary. It's gonna be spooky. But as long as there's romance, I don't care. Just don't fuck with my music. Okay, uh, we okay, won't fuck we with won't, it. We won't use it. Not at all. Okay, sorry. Sleepy sleep, sleepy sleep, 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 sleepy sleep, 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 Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Obscurities of the Silver Screen, the podcast where we watch movies we've never heard of and we talk about them. Or we've never seen them we've never talk about, and we talk about them. I've never heard of this one. I've never heard of this one either. I am J.G. Murphy. This is Remy Gray. Remy, how uh, hello. are you? Hello. I am doing good. Again, getting over a cold. I feel like this has been two <laughs> weeks in a row. Uh, this was um, this was a movie. It that was. That, it had a, a beginning, had a middle, had an end, had credits, it had actors, had a camera filming those actors. Um, was it good? So I feel like most of the times when we talk about if we like the movie or not, we like it in a ironic, like, it's like, yeah, it's not good, but we love it. You know? I, I feel like I always say it was great, and then I try to back it up. Right. This movie, I really wanted to like. Yeah, and I will try to back it up. So we 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 watched, ladies and gentlemen. If you couldn't tell from the from our opening, we watched the Phantom of the Opera. But uh, as we said last week, it is not you know the Andrew Le- Weber musical. It's not the, uh, the Angeloid the, the Andrew Weber Lever. <laughs> Andrew Lever the Angeloid Weber musical. It's not the Lon Chaney film or the Claude Rains film or the uh, the Hammer Horror film or, or the, the Gerard Boutlier. Yeah, film. that's based on the musical. Or yeah. uh, no, it is uh, a film that stars Robert. Friggin' England as yeah. the Phantom of the Opera. As My Eric. boy, a slashy, slashy claw hand. And like he was good. No, you <laughs> I disagree. Mean, uh, no, I guess he was. He, he was, was good. He was good. No, no, no. It's I will say like, he was good. He yeah, was more than fine. He was good. Yeah, it, it, it's just the movie kind of like. There just could have been so much more with this movie. I again. I want to like this film. Yeah, me too. Because so throughout it's this, g- I will back it up and I will try my hardest. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, know that I'm just trying. But like it has a great – whoever pitched this had, a, had, a, had the right idea. It's like, all right, we're going we're gonna to take a Gaston LaRue's book 
and we're going to make a, a straight-up horror film with the king of horror right now. Right. Like, great idea. Great concept. But the execution, there was there were so many things that made it flawed. Yeah. And we'll just, talk about that. And But, like, the ending almost made it all worth it. Yes. I totally agree with the, that. The ending is the best part of the film. Not because it ends, you know, but, <laughs> right. but because, right. like, actually like, what happens in the end is pretty fucking sweet. It, it sort of validates the entire flaws yeah. of the film. Yeah, but does it forgive him completely? I don't I, know. I just don't want to watch it. It's like superhero films where it's like, and at the end, he gets his Batman costume. And it's like, well, give me the Batman costume at the beginning. Yeah, I know. So we I want can watch the Batman that. movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, just if I want to fucking see it at the beginning. Yeah. You know, I want it the entire way. All right. So, uh, so should we get into it? Let's jump on in. Let's, let's, let's not quite Jack the Ripper in, but let's. And also not quite, uh, Michael Crawford it in or Lon Chaney it in. Yeah. Or. Any of the actors. I guess we'll just walk our way in. (laughs) We'll just mosey our way in. Meander. That's the gate to the cemetery that Richard had such a hard time opening the gate. That is true. Uh, we'll get to we'll that get bit to that in a minute. Point, yeah. I was confused what JG <laughs> was doing, but you'll get it in a minute. All right. So the, the movie starts in uh, present day New York. Y'all know Phantom of the Opera. It you is know, set in eighteen hundreds. Like yeah, like uh, yeah, uh, uh, Paris. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's got this whole time vibe. It's, yeah, it is very romantic. Yeah, but this is just in New York City. Yeah, and she's in, walking in out of a nineteen eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine, eighty nine when the movie came out. Nice, eighty nine. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, before we actually do get into it though, I have a feeling that. Um, so the the musical came out in '86 on the West End, which is in London, and then it came to Broadway in '88. I have a feeling that there were a lot of people who like loved the musical and were so crazy about it, and they went to the movie theater and they saw the Phantom of the Opera. They made a movie of on my favorite film? musical. Oh I can see gosh. it on the big screen. I need to watch it. And then they see this. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck? His face is gone. <laughs> like, again, I'm still a big fan of this because I'm a big fan of horror, and this is a horror film. Yeah. Would be so jarring to see <laughs> if you just came from the musical. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's so beautiful. Like, it's such a romantic, you know, piece, and the music is so great, and it's, uh, it's just a beautiful uh you know, piece of theater. And, and the then... movie says, fuck that. I'm cutting off faces and I'm gutting people and there's blood everywhere. And I kind of get it hard on when I kill people. I mean, I do too. So. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Um, so, yes. Let's jump on in. Yeah, it's 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 present day New York City. And we meet uh, Christine. Yeah. Christine Day. D-A-Y. <laughs> day. Not Dae, as we've all always heard. Day, and okay. she's she's in like a library, a bibliotheque, yeah. if you a biblioteca, <laughs> yes, a bibliotheque, if you will, and uh, yeah. So, and who's in the library? Uh, superstar Molly Shannon. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, Molly Shannon. That's she's awesome. like the librarian, and um, the lady who comes in is Christine. 
Well, uh, what's the actress? Do we know her name? What is the actress's name? Let's uh, do the looky-loo on my little uh, look-up device. <laughs> Just like in <laughs> Batman. Oh, yeah. I got to see the whole Jump into the, the looky-loo world. box. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Phantom of the Opera, 1989. Uh, cool. It's the third option on IMDb. Uh, what is her name? Jill Sholin. So right. she walks so in. So she the walks place. in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. Um. Oh, if she, li- Jill, if you listen to this podcast, I'm sorry. We don't know who the hell you are, but uh, but totally come on to the podcast. Yeah. We can have you as a guest. Sure. You're acting. We're reaching out to every actor you're, that we you're, talk you're about. Your acting was not that great in this movie. Okay, she's not gonna come on now. <laughs> I'm I sorry, guess. but it wasn't good. It was just like it was. It was like it was like uh, uh, it was like okay. It wasn't as bad as the kid in the Neverending Story, but like she does have this, you know, say a sentence, pause, next sentence, pause, next sentence, pause, and with each pause is like a different like expression. Like, yeah. oh, I'm shocked after I say this. I'm switching and my tactic I'm every freaking line. Yeah, this. yeah. So she walks in. Um, talks to Molly Shannon and is like, "Yeah, it's like I gotta find music for this audition I'm doing." Yeah, I guess she's, she, I guess she's auditioning for the for the Met. I don't know what I, uh, she's doing, some kind of an opera. Yeah, um, it wasn't and, that wasn't the Met though, so I don't know where the fuck this is. And at. also, Molly Shannon is also her, like, her best accompanist fr- and her best friend, her agent, everything yeah. that whose name whose name is they really didn't touch on this a lot, but her name is Meg. I thought about that, and I was so weirded out that she... We'll get to this. Yeah. yeah. Her, so her name is Meg. So yeah, already, ladies and gentlemen, if you're confused, we were too. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> most of this movie, we were actually kind of confused. So Christine like, walks into this li- library that's after hours. Yeah. Molly Shannon is working there, and she's like, I need music for this role. And she says, well, I found this, and it's this weird old Crumply, music. Crumpled up piece of paper. And it says... Don Juan Triumphant by Eric Dessler. And she's like, should I know that name? And Molly Shannon's like, nah. And it's like, <laughs> some weird guy. It's well, the only thing that we really have by him, they, except for some hidden books. Yeah, but they do find out that uh, Dessler was responsible for 12 murders. Yeah, what a weird guy. Or that he was that he was uh, believed to be responsible for twelve. Murders, right. You know. So he... and and she says that she looked up uh, Molly Shannon says that she looked up the history of this guy, and w- uh, he was obsessed with this girl named Christine. Yeah. And when she died, he vanished. Right. So huh. there's that. Now that you say that, now that I know how this ends, I'm thinking, it's kind of oh. cool. Yeah, I guess, but it's a little bit like adding, putting a hat on a hat, you know? <laughs> Double hat. Double hat. But it can also be a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess no matter how many hats you put on top of a hat, it's still one hat. <laughs> hat, double-decker hat. Patent pending. This is just a top hat. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, Christine takes the opera, and she sings it, and then blood starts appearing on the pages. Whoa. Right. Uh, she she looks at the sheet music and, like, hums this tune while waving her hands in the air like a madman. That's the tune. It is. Yeah. And wait and until yeah, we get to the lyrics. Blood pours <laughs> out of the notes. <laughs> yeah. And then she lifts up her hands, and it's co- her hands are covered in blood. Yeah, which, I, sure, you know. Yeah. Even though she's holding the back of the page. And then Molly Shannon nope. rolls up and is like, what's wrong? 
Uh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> and that's the end of that scene. <laughs> and so then uh, Christine goes to the audition. And she auditions uh, with that song. Yeah, the Don Juan Triumphant. Yeah. And, and, and the, lyrics? the lyrics are the so, most. So, so they're not this. They're not what we thought. They, like, but when we first heard the lyrics, it sounded like she said, <laughs> All I see is butts. Because she says, All I see is butt. I mean, she says. And then uh, she says, like, All I see is butt. Your eyes in uh, the uh, fire, or whatever it is. Yeah, it's like. Uh, but she pauses on all I see is butt. But 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 in the actual lyric is like, uh, there is all but shadow in your eyes, or something like that. Yeah. But like it sounded like all I see is butt, and it was like, wait, what? So every time she <laughs> sings this, we're just like, all, all I, I see, see is butt. Yeah, uh, Tina Belcher's favorite song. You know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob's Burgers. Uh, so, and then. All of a sudden, like a sandbag falls down and uh, hits her straight in the fucking face. Right. Because she's on stage. Molly Shannon's playing piano. No, it's not Molly Shannon playing piano. No, it is. It is? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's why it's like she's her agent accompanist. She does like, everything. Yeah. It was the 1980s. Librarian. It was a lawless time. You do it everything was. these days, you know? <laughs> So okay, she, she was she was uh she was on the stage being the accompanist, and uh, then Christine gets hit in the face with a fucking sandbag, sandbag out of nowhere, like it just dropped from the rafters. Yeah, and then and then she falls into the mirror. The mirror right. shatters, and then it shows her like falling into the mirror like seven times as it cuts to outside where it's there's like cars, spin, but it's like and spin, then yeah. She's like spinning around, and she's seeing like you know everybody in like these nice tuxedos and dresses, and then and then the all audience. of a sudden there's like a million people in the audience, and they're all Victorian looking, and then she sees like where we saw cars outside. Now there's horses and carriages, so they're doing sort of a Wizard of Oz like going. Yeah, but not as good. It's weird. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah, it's really weird. But yeah. all of a sudden she wakes up, and it's the 1800s in London. Yeah, it's like 1889. And. And she's waking up from getting hit in the face, but By she's sandbag. back in time. Yeah, and the whole crew is like, "Oh, darling, my darling, lovely, are you all right?" Yeah, I'm okay, Coach. Why? <laughs> why do you sound so American? I just can't quite understand. Christine, get back into backstage and change your garments because you're coming up next, and you gotta sing your song. Okay, boss. Oh, she doesn't say that, but she's it, it, clear. She's American, and like, what they never explain it. They're not like you know. Hey, is she like you know studying abroad? In, Which um, I think is okay though, because she's going back in time, so she is an American. Sure, who's sure. but is she this... really going back in time? Uh, I don't know. Are we I getting right the movie? Getting, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, and so yeah, she's uh, you know, she's the understudy for Carlotta. If you know the story, you know La Carlotta, the diva of the opera. She's the understudy for her, as in every friggin', you know, family opera of this. interpretation. And Carlotta's like a bitch, and she hates Christine because she's like, I'm the singer, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's basically. Great. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we, oh yeah, then we're introduced to we get our first glimpse of Robert England. Ooh, as my boy Eric Dessler. Who apparently that's his real name? Yeah, Eric Dessler. Is that the first time that that we've ever learned the Phantom's name? 
Um, I mean, no. In in the original book, his name is Eric. Okay. You know, and it has been like the, it, oh, there there are many totally there right. are many totally movies right. that have yeah because even in the Lon Chaney film they refer yeah, to him as Eric. They, Eric yeah, because you know, like I used to be a man known as Eric. Yeah. You know. Um, I just always thought it was with a K, and then it is with a they, K. Yeah. Oh, but they wrote it with a C in this one. They did. I yeah. thought it was a K. no on the little. I don't know. It's in cursive. Maybe he's just sloppy. Yeah, sloppy, sloppy. <laughs> and he's like. Stitching his face. Now, this is one cool thing of this movie. And I love it. Yeah. This, it's... this is why I like this movie. I'm a huge horror buff. This is Remy Gray speaking. <laughs> huge horror buff. I love so much about this movie. And I'm so sad that I don't love this movie. Right. Like, there's there's elements you love about the movie, but the movie as a whole is kind of like... Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> this movie's garbage. <laughs> yeah, this might be the first time we've both been like, yeah, this movie kind of sucked. Yeah, but it's almost but it's cool. Almost cool. It's, it's got everything it, it that like, I like, it's like, but nothing that I wanted to it's be. It's like when you go for a slam dunk, but you just miss, just barely but miss. But you look so cool but doing yeah, it. But yeah, you look so cool doing it. Even like your miss is yeah, cool. Yeah, the form, you took your yeah. pants off midair, <laughs> and you just like slap, you did like the You did like the Michael Jordan missed. tongue out, you know, and then yeah. just missed. Yeah. It like hit off the rim and, you know. Yeah. Ah, um. So yeah, but like instead of using a mask, he uses like skin, and he stitches skin onto his face to refill to... the holes on his face. Yeah, it's and it like... doesn't have to be another face. He just takes like arm parts and yeah. I mean, because what you find out, what you find out, well, you'll get to it later, like how he obtains the skin. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you know? sure. But so yeah, moving along then. So yeah, we see him and he he confronts the stagehand who dropped. The sandbag, because he's not he's not happy that the that the stagehand was like, oh wait, it was the phantom, you know, and yeah, because the stagehand like, says uh, people confront him, like the director and stuff is like, well, what just happened? And he was like, it was a ghost. Somebody somebody knocked the sandbag out yeah. and it fell down. It was the phantom. And the phantom doesn't like this because of course you know he's in love with Christine. Yeah, and so he's he's like, how dare you blame me for your folly? And then he takes his 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 uh liquor and just tosses it over, you know, and decide to. Because break the stagehand is just like chugging a flask. He's like Joseph Bouquet, you know. He's just a drunken, you yeah. know, stagehand who's a dick. So Eric then like he he gets Joseph's leg caught in rope and he kicks him over the side and he goes like falling down to the stage. But then Eric stops the rope pulley system and he pulls him back up. And then he pulls out while he's while uh, Joseph is like ascending back up by his you know upside down. Eric pulls out a knife and like and slices sl- him from like pelvis all the way down to his neck. Yeah, upside down, coming and, up. And then and then like blood just splatters all over Eric's face. And Robert England gives like the like the biggest O face I've ever seen. He was just like so- oh. <laughs> oh. Like he almost sang an opera oh, himself. Oh, oh, oh. All I see <laughs> is butts. <laughs> All I see is blood. Yep, yep. And uh, so yeah, he he's fucking. Well, we think he's dead. And then Eric appears in Christine's mirror. You know, classic like, phantom, like classic phantom. Yeah. And she's like. Talking to her, talking to her, and she's like, "I'm gonna make songs for you, and you're she gonna pulls, sing for me." She pulls the whole like, "You're the angel that speaks to me and yeah. teaches me stuff." It, it, 
still drops the little like you're the ghost of my dad thing. Yeah, it's still kind of it like oh you're you're, my, you're the ghost. This film, well, like you're, but... you're well, I think it's like the idea is like oh the ghost that my dad left me because that's always what it was like the ghost that my right. dad left me. It's not the ghost of her dad. Yeah, it's the ghost that my dad left behind for me to watch over me. Right. Um, and uh, which is still kind of there's still a little weird kind of. Father, daughter, I don't know. Um, we're <laughs> fucking hot. <laughs> but he's like, sing for me. And she does. And it's the worst lip-syncing job ever. Like, it, you can totally tell it's not her voice. It's so sad that this actress isn't singing this, which is fine. I totally understand yeah, that. It's I fine. Just, it's just, she should have done better. I'm sad that she didn't sell it. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, this was funny. Uh, it, may, it reminds me of the Oscars, because uh, R- Rami Malek won Best Actor for... Uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and uh, but the clip they showed when they're like, and uh, you know, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, and then they show like the clip he, of him in it. The clip they show of him in it is just him lip syncing Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's like that. Why don't you show him acting? You know, not just right. singing. You know, right? It's like good job. He he he's he's mouthing words well. You know, right. um, I mean, I can sing along to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Then. Bill Nye shows up in this movie, right? Yeah, not Bill Nye the science guy. Bill Nye, the actor known as a uh, uh, Bill Nye, uh, played at uh, Davy Jones in the in the Pirates, Pirates of Car- the Caribbean. The Caribbean movies. He was in Love Actually as well. I- Did I just get you to say Caribbean? <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I just went along with. I yes and did that. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> and he's also in love actually i love bill nye he's fucking hilarious actually and, yeah actually <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> and uh so yeah he i guess he's playing the uh, opera house owner you know the manager of the opera right, house right and uh you know he meets carlotta who's in the bathtub super <laughs> bubbly super she's, naked except she's got a necklace on Ooh. yeah mm-hmm. so it's like almost naked but almost <laughs> cool like she's got some pizzazz to her nakedness yeah and uh, Carlotta tells him, hey, I want Christine in the chorus. I don't want her being my understudy anymore. She's got to go back to the chorus. And it's like, uh, okay, fine, sure. And he leaves. And then she gets out of the bathtub. She's naked. But then she puts on a towel. And uh, she... She she goes to her little wardrobe. And she slips. On what? Blood. She slips on blood. Exactly. So she opens it up, and what does she find? She finds the entire skinned body of, of Joseph. Joseph, the stagehand dude that dropped the sandbag. Yeah. And and then he like you, you think he's dead, but then he because he's like strung up in yeah, the wardrobe. It's a big wardrobe. He's skinned, but then he like grabs out. To he her. opens his eyes and yeah, does the like, whole like. He's like <laughs> Save me! You yeah, know, and she's and like, oh my fuck, I don't know what to do with this, I'm naked! Well, he grabs her towel and she, and she like and she spins, spins out of it. Out of it. <laughs> it's like, ah! And then like falls over and he's just like, I'm bloody and dying! And she's like, I'm scared and naked and a superstar! I don't know how to react to this! Cut to... Cut to... Carlotta can't perform in the show because she's quote unquote sick. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say quote unquote scared and naked. Well, she no, she's literally scared and naked. Right, but uh, she's sick. I just apparently. imagine she's still scared and naked. Right, and then so she's then taking another bath. Uh, so, uh, Christine goes on in her place. Yeah, and while this is all happening, uh, we meet Detective Hawkins and Detective Davies. 
and uh, Detective Hawkins, uh, and, and they find the body. Yeah. And it's like, something terrible is going on here. Well, I mean, we, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like a, a <laughs> skin dude body. in a closet. Yeah, of course something's going bad. Like, it's like, hmm. I, so, <laughs> something really bad happened. Mm. I can't quite put my finger on it. Maybe we'll look into it. Good, All right. Good deducing, uh, sir. Mm, thank you. <laughs> I imagine I, I deduce. Also, I just want to point out uh, uh, Davies has the wildest hairdo because he has like this little scar on his forehead. And then right above the little scar is like one strand of, of, of gray hair. But sometimes the gray hair moves around on his yeah. forehead. So it's not quite even with his scar. Yeah. Which I imagine is why he has the gray hair, which was not needed in the first place. No, it was, why was it there? Be a detective. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Give him a scar on his cheek saying right. that he's tough. But I don't know. So Christine goes on stage and she sings. And, and she sings this bullshit song. Yeah. That's, of course, in like Latin or yeah, something. Opera language. It's, it's uh, <laughs> Italian. I don't know what opera is. She's singing opera. She's singing opera. And it's her looking into a mirror. It's nothing impressive, though. No, it's like it's, she doesn't hit it's any Faust, high notes. Isn't it? It's Faust. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, that song was from Faust, though. Well, I, don't, I thought I think the opera is supposed to be Faust. It I is supposed to be Faust. I don't, I don't think but that, that song is from Faust. They couldn't get the rights, which is like, right. it's, isn't it public domain? <laughs> uh, but <laughs> That'd be funny. I mean, the Devil song is definitely from Faust. But yes, yes, yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, yes, that's right. But and I think that this is not quite Faust. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Eric is in technicalities. Yeah, Eric is in his box five. You know, they never mention box five because, like, in most movies, they're like, "Oh, you can't go into box five. Yeah, you know, that's reserved. Phantom. This one, they don't talk about that at all. He's just there. <laughs> he's just hanging out. Yeah, he's just hanging out there. He might as well just be in the audience. And he's like, like, "Hey, he's like I got coming. No face. He's like coming to her singing. You know, he's like, oh, 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 yeah." Oh yes! Like hit those Ugh, high notes. Hit those high. She doesn't like, even hit any high notes. She does not because like every time Christina sings the, her song that gets her note, or Christine sings her song and gets her note, she hits like a you know high C, you know something crazy, and like everybody applauds. This there's nothing like that, and people just like yay! I guess she just does such a good performance that everybody loves it. Yeah, but it wasn't like particularly like oh my god that was amazing. It was just like it was good. But, like, anybody else on that stage could do that. Hey, man, it was the late 1800s. It was a lawless, it was a lawless time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just applauds. Everybody applauds for everything. It was good. Uh, so, yeah, and everyone loves her. And uh, then Eric gets a hooker. He gets a prostitute. Yeah. Remember this? Yeah. yeah. And then, and then like, he, he calls her Christine. Because he finds a hooker the, that kind of looks like Christine, wait, like she has dark hair. Can I talk about this a little bit yeah, more yeah, in depth? Yeah. So, what, what's uh, cool though is that like this movie, they show Eric actually outside of the opera house. Like he goes around outside sometimes. Right, the Phantom actually walks around and like has a life. Yeah. Rather than just being like some hideaway in some weird room with a million candles. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, he's outside. He gets a hooker, <laughs> goes upstairs with her, and she's like. All right, let me turn on the lights. And he's like, "No, the night is not long enough," because he wants to hide he's his like, face. He's like, "Because his face looks like fucking Frankenstein." Yeah, and um, pulls her aside. And also something that I really like about this, this is why I almost like this movie, is that he stitches weird skin to his face, mm -hmm. so he's got like kind of a Frankenstein-y patched up face. 
But it's like deteriorating, at right? This part as of like the, night. the longer he keeps it on, the more it deteriorates. Yeah, it's, it's just like looking and bruised, and like the the stitches, stitches are coming are undone, like loose. Yeah, so you see like a little bit of bloody flesh underneath. Yeah, it's cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, but but he makes her turn off the lights, and then he's like, and she's like, my name's Maddie. Uh, Maddie? Yeah, that's what it was, was Maddie. Be like, Mint julep or something like. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm calling Cat you Christine. Stevens. <laughs> it's like, I'm calling you Christine. Yeah. It's like, but it's not. He's like, I'm, go- I'm going to call you Christine. Uh, oh, oh, okay. And she's cool with that, pops tits out, and then yeah. they bone, and they I bone. guess. Yeah. Which is really interesting that they add that in. It's like, well, yeah, I, he would do that probably. Just like find a hooker that kind of looks like her and then sleep with her. Yeah. Just be like, oh, this is like the closest I can have. Get to his her. jollies out. You yeah. know, kind of have his fantasy that yeah, I mean, it's his entire existence it's is all about creepy, but you know, it, but that's what he is. He's Phantom creepy. is a creepy. He's creepy. He's creepy. Guy. Yeah, that's one thing that's always weird about the Angeloid Weber film is that they're like, oh, he's so romantic. I'm like, dude, he's creeping. No, on, he is he's, stalking he's on like this a girl. Crazy guy. He's stalking this girl. Yeah, like, and won't let her live her life. You know, <laughs> that's stalker. That's creepy. That's wrong. You know, he also kills people, and that's why this story romantic. is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's why this movie is almost except cool. in this mo- in this version she has no well actually no the Angeloid Weber version is the only version I could think of where Christine actually has a romantic feelings for him. True. Every other version I've Rather seen is kind of like more of a kidnapper. Yeah, vibe. you're kind of scaring me. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, oh yeah. So then we meet uh we meet Richard. Richard Burton. Not Raul. Yeah, not Raul. But Richard. Richard who... If y'all know the other movies, it's Raul. Because in the book it's Raul, but I'm right. guessing because you know they're set in Britain, so they changed the name. I guess. And he's interesting because I can't, because at first when he first came on stream, I'm like, oh, he's American too. But then he like gradually gets a British accent as the as the movie goes along. It's like, wait, what the fuck? When did you change your accent? Oh, no, That's why I want to love this movie, but there's so many things that are just so bad. Because I wrote down, is this England or America? I don't get it. And then right after that, Hawkins like, oh, yes, I work with Scotland, Scotland Yard. And I was like, oh, yeah, wait, they just said Scotland Yard. Because <laughs> they never so, say we're in London until that was the first time when he said Scotland Yard. I was like, oh, they're in so London. So it is London. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah, then, yeah. Uh, they But Christine and Richard are having dinner. And uh, this is, like, the only scene they share together, really. Which is so weird. Yeah. They don't set up anything with this. They really don't. And she, you know, and, and he tells her how much he loves her and everything. She's like, oh, I love you, too. And uh, then he uh, he proposes to her. Ooh, bada bing, bada boom. Take my ring. Yeah. Let me be your groom. <laughs> oh, you want me to keep going? Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Let me be a groom. Let me take you to a place that's my room. I'll carry you in through the doorway, and then I'll have my way. Cause we are finally married. Everybody gets super hairy. Cause it's the <laughs> 1800s, bitch. Everybody doesn't shave. Hey. All right. That was that was beautiful. <laughs> Coming that. on the Obscurity Silver Screen pod uh, uh, album. Oh yeah, we have a Christmas album coming up. <laughs> yeah, in ten months. Right. You know. Uh, and so, yeah. So Eric is writing music at a pub, and he's like in a dark corner of the pub. And then these guys are like, "Oh, I hear he's got deep pockets. We should cut him up." He has dick pockets. <laughs> deep. Pockets. 
pocket. Oh. Like he's got a lot of money. Oh, oh, we're talking about Phantom. Because yeah, Eric right. is sorry. also loaded. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I misheard JG, and I just imagined something else. So... <laughs> But Eric is loaded in this. Like, he has a shitload of money. Yeah, he's a I don't rich know how guy. he's got all his money, but he's got a lot of money. I imagine he gets funds from the theater somehow. He, he steals, steals it. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But all his money is in gold coins. Yeah. Like, so he's rich. Yeah. And he actually left the hooker three gold coins under her pillow. Which is a big deal. Yeah, that's really nice of him. Yeah. And she was just naked in the bed with her tits spread out so you can see, like, her boobs, like, just making them the, being the biggest boobs while she's They asleep. were doing, like, big, like, she was, like, laying down and the director was like, Scott, can you, like, push your boob to the side? Yeah, like, spread them she apart. She was like, okay. And then he's like, cut. Can you, like, push it further? And she's like, that kind of hurts. It's like, he's do like, it for the perfect. art. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, okay beautiful wonderful that's the take moving like most on. of your boob is on the side of the pillow <laughs> <laughs> that's really how it is though yeah and uh let's see so yeah so he's he's at the pub writing music and then he leaves the pub and these dudes from that were inside the pub are like okay we're gonna attack you like here are knives we got our little knives we're gonna fucking we're slash gonna you. this guy because we know he's rich well they did not know who they were fucking with they were fucking with the shadow my childhood hero <laughs> they were fucking with eric dessler the phantom of the opera and he like stabs a guy then he takes another guy and he chops off his yeah yes uh, so there's three guys there's the main dude who was uh yelling at him inside the pub and then there's the and two there other were dudes. like his croonies yeah. or whatever his, or his buddies yeah. Um, Ooh. Oh, yeah, I was thinking crooners. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he stabs a guy, he throws a guy, and then he grabs a dude and cuts his entire head off. Yeah, with his little knife. Bowls it at the main dude's feet. And he goes, ah! And he tries to run away, and then... And then all of a sudden... The Eric, Phantom's right next yeah, to him. Yeah, Phantom has Batman powers. You know, where he just, just like appeared there places. now. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh shit, I'm going to run the other way now. And then he drops from the rafters, and it's like, well, but you were just over there in the hallway. Yeah, like, and then he grabs him by the neck and he stabs him. Yeah. And he dead. And he says, uh, you'll die a rich man. And then puts two gold coins on his eyes. Mm -hmm. And then he proceeds to. Uh, one for the boatman, one for a snack. On the other side. <laughs> One so the little children can come back. You know, that was I always weird. forget that that's the, po the poem. Is it? Yeah. Is that how it goes? Yeah, yeah. It goes one for the boatman, one for a snack, one for the children always to come back. Wait, I just made that up on the spot. I didn't know yeah, that was actual. that's totally it. Oh, okay. It's not it. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and then he proceeds to cut his face off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> just moving right along. But he does cut his face he off. He does. He does cut I his face off. Okay, so just to kind of divulge from all of this again, I love Phantom of the Opera. I love horror movies. I love that this is both of those. I'm so sad that I hate this movie. That it, it just there's a lot of untapped potential in it. I think. I just wish this was a movie that I could actually like. Because it looked, we had such high hopes, for, and I think that's the problem. We had really high hopes for this. I mean, JG told me that this was like a mess of a film based on like ratings and yeah, like different it, things. It was received poorly. So we watched the trailer, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? It looks amazing. This looks like the coolest film I've <laughs> ever seen." We were wrong. Uh, so 
uh, Christine wakes up the next day, and Meg. By the way, she does have a friend, a friend in London named Meg, who is not Molly Shannon, but just another girl playing Meg. Right, um, which bothers me. Because bothers me too. It's like it should have been, been like all of the original actors in her. That would have been. I think that would have been too uh, Wizard of Ozzy, though. But that's what they do. It's kind of like Wizard of Oz, but though. That's yeah, what they do. It's like they're like, let's take Wizard of Oz and put it in Phantom of the Opera. So why Uh-oh. isn't Molly <laughs> Shannon Meg? Because she's not Ameri- She's not British. She's American. But neither is uh, Homegirl, Christine. I know. It doesn't make sense. See, that's why this movie's not good. They could have done it they right. They could have done it, it right. It was so close. Fuck it. Let's do the same concept. We'll remake it and do it better. All right. All right. It's, it's been <laughs> let's decided. Let's take another musical and make it a like horror film. Yeah. Let's do Cats. <laughs> Yes. I'm a jellical cat and I murder everyone. <laughs> Stabby with my claws. Uh so Christine uh, f- finds out from the critics in the in the newspaper that she was not a revelation. The critic hated her. And was like you suck. Basically. She's like they all hate me. Cut to a bathhouse that the critic is bathing at and he goes into this room and Eric's there. Uh-oh. I think it's kind of weird that the <laughs> Phantom is in a bathhouse because he stitches his face together. Yeah. I feel like if you get too hot and sweaty, that shit's just going to slip off. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I know it's stitched onto his actual flesh that's still remaining, but, like, come on. Yeah. Be careful with your shit. I, I know. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. Anyways, he shows up there, talks to the guy, and he's like, I saw you. At Christine Day's performance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, me. Like, oh, yes. Uh, pity she wasn't uh, that good, to be honest. You think she wasn't that good? Oh, dear me, me, Evans. No, I feel sorry for her though. You know, she's such a nice girl, it seems, but now she ruined her career, and she's now ruined forever. She can never sing in the opera again. Tea crumpets. Never sing at the opera. I think that she might sing again, and you might not review again. Oh, well, definitely not, because I don't want to see her in anything of her again. Hmm. I'm glad that you agree. And then he pulls, uh, the the phantom has, like, this, like, towel over his head, and then he flips I'm it getting, over. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting choked sm- by a towel. Smothered, yeah. So he flips over the towel <laughs> and smothers the dude where his nose breaks, and you see, like, blood burst through the white towel, and then all of a sudden his, his eye eyeball, yeah. like, one eyeball bursts. Like, how does that work? So I'm but thinking you can, but maybe he, like, broke his nose, and his broken nose broke his cheekbone, what? and his broken cheekbone punctured his eye. What's funny, though, is that you this see... This is way too much to, You like, see the actor playing the critic, like, put his finger on his eye as to, like, you know, like, press the, the, the you know, the... Um, well, the, uh, blood, the blood pack. Blood pack, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, oh, okay. And he's dead. Yeah. And that's, that, that's the end of that guy. So then Christine visits her father's grave at the cemetery. So we all know this scene. It's just so weird that this happens kind of soon. Yeah. (laughs) That song. That's this scene. (laughs) Except she's just like, hey, Dad. (laughs) I'm. (laughs) Okay, Batman. I'm I'm Batman. (laughs) And I'm just looking at your grave. I'm feeling like. Super sad. So sad. (laughs) And then in the distance, you see, uh, you see the Phantom like playing the violin, but he's not playing the violin. 
Because nobody sings in this movie. Nobody actually plays the violin in this movie. It's Mm-mm. rough. Yeah. And they <laughs> do it very poorly. But he locked the gate. Yeah. And it's, okay, if you can imagine. So it's it's a barred gate. So it's just all these bars. It closes through two doors. They there's like one an- latch that has, like, the hook bit. And there's one latch on the other side that has the swing down bit. The latches into the hook bit. Yeah. So it's kind of easy. You just lift up the swingy bit, and then you can open it back up again. It's kind of so, a bad lock. I mean, it's not a lock. It yeah. just keeps it from swinging open in the wind, mm-hmm. essentially. So like a candle in the wind. A homeboy, Richard. Richard rolls up, being like, "I need to get in here. I need to save Christine." And he's like shaking at the bars, and then he reaches his hand through the bar, his hands through the bars. And is trying to like fondle this lock, but right? It's not a lock, and it's just goofy because he's like kind of flipping it up and then pulling, and but not doing doing it anything. Correctly. Yeah, and then I guess whatever the Phantom is playing on the violin is like putting Christine under some spell because she just willfully goes into this random stranger's uh uh carriage that is the Phantom's. And he just takes off with her right when R- Richard like opens the gate. Finally, finally. It's like, like, dude, you could have done two that. Two and two together to be like, oh, it flips up, <laughs> and then I push. Ah, uh, like, I oh, thought it was the other it. way around. I thought I push, and then I'll do the lock. <laughs> I just, uh. what a fucking dumbass. Uh, so then we're introduced like to uh, this character named the Rat Catcher. The hobo in the sewer. It's funny that that's his name because JG and I were just like, "It's a hobo in a sewer." Who the fuck is this dude? He's just like taking rats. Then they cut away to him. It's like, wait, what the fuck was that all? He about? looks like he looks like. Uh, for the record, I've barely seen Harry Potter, but he looks like that guy that is a rat, right? I don't watch um, Harry, Harry, I've never Harry, seen Harry uh, Potter. So, you, oh fuck. I thought I you could back me up on this. No. It's like Ron's rat is a guy that has no eyes. Okay. Or has no hands. I can't remember what it is. Or he has, has no penis. It's probably that. <laughs> he looks like that guy. But he's down in the sewers oh, and he's picking up rats in a bag. Right. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he's doing that. And then they cut away to him for, it's like, okay, I don't know what the point of that was. Uh, he be, he comes to get bigger later on, but at that point, it's like, who is this random right. person? They just cut to some dude picking yeah. up rats in the sewers, and he's like, oh, one rat, two rat, three rat, blue rat. <laughs> <laughs> and then so the Phantom takes Christine to her to his lair under the opera house. With a million candles, because that's totally a thing, that's constantly. That's the thing. Candles everywhere. Yeah. Candles in the wind. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then... Uh, Christine finds a Don Juan triumphant the the opera that yeah. the Phantom is is writing. He's, he's got a little, little yeah. music sheet. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I can't play this for you. It's not finished." She's like, "But I want to hear it." And he's like, "Girl, did I stutter? It ain't finished." <laughs> then he's like, "Yeah, I'll play it for you, sure." So he plays it for her, and then she sings, "All I see is but." <laughs> Nice harmony. Thanks, dude. Yeah. And uh, Christine says she knows the music. And and then he like, then he just goes and his whole thing is like, oh, you and I are going to take over London with your voice and my music. You are my voice, Christine. Puts the, and he, then he puts this, ri- oh, my God, we breezed over I something. I was about to say that. So... <laughs> 
There was a giant plot point, like we always do, where we skip a big thing. Like, but this is like this is the biggest thing of the movie that we forgot. But it also like it uh, it it. <laughs> We're kicking our mics. It like, also doesn't make much sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So this big point in the movie is when when Christina was singing at first, and the Phantom had this flashback to uh, when he was younger, and he was like making he was writing Don Juan. Right. And he was just like, I want the world to hear my music and everything. And, and he I guess was like hanging... full face, like normal looking Yeah, he dude. looks normal. And I guess he hangs out with at a freak show or whatever. <laughs> right. So this little person uh, is there and like, I guess like a bearded lady. I don't know. It's all just freaks. There's just a bunch of weird people. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the little person is like, you know, oh, son, you want the world to know your name and your music like Mozart? Yes. Yes, I want to. I want to so bad. Then sign a deal with the devil. And then he has to make a sacrifice, so he Which takes off his, his like cool ass ring that he just has, yeah. and it's 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 a dope ass ring. It's it not is like a dope some, ass ring. It's not like a silver band. It's like nope. stone. It's got these gems, and it's like it's very elegant. And he drops it into this like glass that has all these other like things. There's right. like coins. There's like a fucking dildo in it yeah <laughs> you know there's everything dildo. yeah <laughs> but it's got a lot of these other but things yeah and so an eric has to sign a uh, a a devil's contract and but then for immortality, for immortality. So music can also live through yeah but he has to give up his dashingly good looks because yeah. we all know how sexy robert england is mm. Mm. living in my dreams yeah so he becomes ugly <laughs> i mean his face is fucked. Yeah, his it's face is like... It's not necessarily ugly. Like, it's, just it's wrecked. Yeah, like, skin is off. Yeah. Face. Yeah. Off. Because <laughs> that's the second time you've made that joke. I love that movie. Oh, God. And so... Uh, so, yeah. He, so, th- then back to where, where the movie... At the part of the movie where he's, like, telling her, we're going to take over the world. You're going to be my voice. It's going to be my music. Then he gives her... That the, ring. That ring. The devil ring. The yeah. devil's deal ring. It's like you and I will live forever kind of thing. Yeah. I guess. I, I, I mean, yes. That is exactly what he says. Yeah. And then uh, Richard meets uh, Detective Hawking. And uh, and uh, the detective's like, I know. Uh, I know about that these mur- murders are connected and I know who did it. And then he goes to Richard. He's like, I've heard, I hear uh, you and Christine are pretty close. Which is like, what do you mean by that? And then Hawking just winks at him and is like, don't worry. I know you don't. You didn't do this. Like, what? Uh, okay, just... I guess. I'd feel like the fiancé would be the prime suspect. Right. You know? <laughs> right. They'd be wrong, but that should be but that's suspect. that's definitely Usually something that you would think case, about. Like, you know, in any case where, you know, there's someone involved and then, like... If this was a murder case, like if Christine was murdered, which is a, it is a murder case, but if like Christine was murdered, the first person they sus- they suspect is Richard, is the husband slash fiance slash boyfriend. Yeah, slash be like, it must be a, must any kind him. of close person to them. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, that was really weird. And then they just start talking about the Phantom because Hawkins like it's a real thing, like there's a real legend, like the legend's real. And Richard's like, what? You're serious? That can't be real, right? And then we see the Phantom like gruesomely taking off his face. Also, I would love to talk about the uh, effect that they use for mm-hmm. the face putting on and taking off. Yeah. They do the thing where it's like, you know, where you do a suture in like a 
movie where it's the needle going through the skin. Yeah. And you can tell it's makeup or whatever, but the makeup's like almost about to peel off. Like you can tell it's just makeup and yeah. it's not skin. Like it's kind of bad. Yeah. It's kind of bad practical practical effects, which bothers me <laughs> because they could have done so much better like just not pull on it as much and yeah. it would have looked good it's like robert Take stop a pulling shop. on it so much god yeah, damn it. yeah because uh, yeah yeah and it is what it is um and so then uh we then we get to the famous masquerade scene at the ball oh yeah and uh richard's like trying to find christine at the masquerade and he finds her and she's like, Richard, you can't see me here. I can't be with you. The phantom has me. He's gonna, he, he has me forever. And it's like, no, Christine, you're mine, though. Like, I love you. It's like, yeah, he doesn't care about that at all. <laughs> right. And uh, Eric is in his, like, his cool red outfit with, like, the skeleton mask and everything. It looks so dope with that awesome hat. Big poofy feather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he's got great skeleton mask. Like, we will time. say that, 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 yeah, this costume is pretty fucking dope. Yeah. Now, like I think it's better Ger- than the, the Gerard, Gerard Butler, Butler costume. Yeah. yeah, it is stupid. Yeah. Um, because he's got, like, not messed as cool, up skin underneath. Not as cool as the Lon Chaney costume, though. That one is right. pretty awesome. Shit looks so Especially good. since it's a, it's a silent film in black and white, and then you and just see, like... scary. Like, because the... It's mas- scary the, when in, he shows yeah, up. Yeah, in the Lon Chaney version, like, the masquerade scene is done in color. Right. Um, which, a very old form of color of colorization that they did Where back it's, like, then. it's, like, painted over Yeah, no, whatever. but this one wasn't, though. Like, this one, I think, was, like... Oh, I forget. It's not Technicolor. Or maybe it was Technicolor. Like, a very primitive version of Technicolor. Like Wizard of Oz shit? Yeah, but, like, a very primitive version of it. Because, uh, like, they could do it. It was just hard. It was just very expensive and hard to do. Um, but then, like, the scene on the on the rooftop of the opera house where it's black and white and just his cape is red. Right. That is that's the... still one of the greatest things I've ever seen in film. Yeah. You know, because that, like, that's a red cape, you know? Right. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, this, this costume would be, like, in movie versions, this is, like, second on the list how good that costume is right you know um and he finds which is why this movie is almost so good it's almost good and then eric finds carlotta and he like tries to seduce her it's like oh yes i'm a man of mystery and she's like ooh, hmm," because she can't see his face right and so what what does she say she's like what would i see if i took off that mask and then he said oh you just die for and then it. he does take off the mask and she screams she's like oh <laughs> and then he kills her and then he takes off her head and somehow puts it in the fruit punch in, in the soup yeah yeah and it's like holy shit like he decapitated her yeah and then put her head in the punch yeah and which is so dope yeah, like I'm so down with so much of this film. Like that, yeah, but then it's just like just all together, it's just not good. Yeah, because also, how did he get it in there? If they I had know. a moment where he snuck it in there, that well, would be great. well, no, because they had to like it has to be the element of surprise, you know. Sure, but I mean, at least give give us a moment to realize that he could have possibly put it in there because there wasn't enough enough like time between when he killed her. There was a distraction where people left during the time where he killed but her. But there wasn't there wasn't enough time between the time he killed her and when they brought the food out. It was like 2 seconds later. Right. It was like it's not enough time. It seemed like it all happened at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So, I think if there was more time in between, it'd be like 
Yeah. That's why this movie is uh, almost good. Almost good. Yeah. Everything they do, every awesome part is like, there's some part of it that's doesn't. It's so close. Yeah, it's like you just missed it. Yeah. You, 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 you were so close. Yeah. And so then he, he finds Christine at the ball and he takes her away. You know, right. he captures her and steals her into his lair. And randomly, the rat catcher is at this masquerade. And he's wearing a rat mask. Yeah, it's like, because Jesus Christ. I'm the rat catcher. This is the only uh, part of my personality that I have. And and Hawking is like, I know you know where the Phantom is, so you better take me there. And so Hawking and Davies are going to go find the Phantom. And Richard is like, I'm coming with you too. And then Hawking is like, you probably shouldn't come. He's like, I don't care. I'm going to go. All right, well, I can't stop you. But it's also so weird because we barely have Richard as a romantic character. Yeah, because again, they've only shared like one scene together, and and, and he showed up at the graveyard or whatever. Yeah, but, but like he, he doesn't really show interest in her. No, other than proposing. Yeah, and so then, uh, so there's but then like this this whole next sequence is actually pretty cool, where the uh, cops are going down like trying to like figure out where. Uh, you know, Eric is and everything, and Eric, like, throws himself onto Christine in his lair. Like, he's he's about to, like, you know, get it on with her. He He's about to bone. Against her will. Yeah. Which is not cool. Yeah. And then he hears someone's down there with them. He's like, oh, shit, I gotta take care of these people. And so, like, the uh, the rat catcher went off one way while the, while the uh, you know, um, while the detectives and Richard go off another way, and the rat catcher runs into the phantom. And we find out that the phantom's been bribing the rat catcher this entire time to like help keep the rats away or what. They never really right. explain it. So what I think that it is, is that, I mean, of course he's bribing the rat catcher. So he won't tell anybody. I mean, yes, but also that I think that there's a lot of rotting flesh that he's been keeping, mm-hmm. that he's patching onto his face. So, of course, there's a ton of rats. So he needs somebody to keep the rats away. Right. I thought that it had to do with his, like, face upkeep. Uh-huh. I don't... Like, they never really explain it. No, you know? they don't. So it's just kind of like, okay, well, he kills the rat catcher. The movie's almost good. Yeah, exactly. It's almost good. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so he kills the rat catcher. Yeah. You know. He, um, he literally... There's, like... Weird metal pins in the oh, yeah, wall he, like, because them into him. it's a sewer. It's cobblestone. There's like these weird pipes that are sticking out that are sharp. So he just superhumanly strength lifts him up, tosses him onto the spikes. Yeah, he's like, I'm dead. And then uh, so then Eric starts toying with the other officers, and you know, especially with Davies. The officers are also doing this cool thing in the sewers where they're drawing uh, chalk. Right, they're drawing and they're like making arrows. arrows. Yeah, it's like being this like, way. We went this we, way. We've yeah. been here. We've done this. And then all of a sudden, you see more chalk arrows pointing the other all direction, going yeah. opposite ways. So he's, so he's like he's fucking, fucking with, with them. them. See, this movie's almost good. It's so cool. It could be so good, and but I'm it's not. so upset that I'm not this happy. About I know, this like film. I just we just get we just get wor- like more and more. It's like God, they had so much potential and it just didn't all because they introduced so many cool things that I've never seen. Yeah, but it just altogether, it's just not something's missing. Right, you know, it's just something missing from it, and I don't exactly it's, know it's, what it is. I think it's consistency. Yeah, it's consistency. Yeah. Exactly, I think you're right. Um. And but then so then Davies turns a corner at one point and he sees a, one of his officers like dead, and then uh, the Phantom catches Davies and they have a tussle. But then the Phantom all of a sudden just like 
puts his hand in his stomach and he pulls out or puts his hand in his chest and pulls out his heart. Which Indiana thought, Jones style. I thought that he just like shanked the dude. But like, no, he had just like, like reached a his hand in there and just pulled. Uh, that's what yeah. it looked like. It was totally like. But no, and then he comes out with a heart and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was totally. Sure. Kal- it was totally Kalima. Kalima. Hum nam shivai. Hum nam shivai. Hum nam shivai. Kalima. Dr. Jones, hold on to your potatoes. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite quotes from that film. <laughs> Oh God, I love those movies. Uh, except there's only three of them. They only made three of them. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm kidding. There were only three. Yeah, we, we yeah only three, and that was it. The last yep. movie they made was in 1989. No, that was just a Shia LaBeouf film. Completely, yeah, completely unrelated. Completely unrelated. Yeah, completely unrelated. <laughs> and uh, so then. Honking and Richard find a way into uh, find a way into. Did you just uh, say honking? Honking, honking. Boop boop. <laughs> Richard and Hawking find a way into Eric's lair. Oh shit! Right. And they're right. like, "Where is he? We gotta find him. We gotta find him. Shit, we're gonna find him." And then uh, Richard and Eric like get into it, and they start. They have a they have a tussle. They yeah. have they have a, a a rumble, and then and you've seen like if you've seen. You know, Family Opera 4, you're thinking, okay, Richard can't die because he's, you know, he's the he's love the interest. He's the Raoul so, character. Yeah, so he's going to be triumphant or whatever. Or, like, you know, Christine's going to stop him, you know. But, no, he totally— All of a sudden— The the Phantom pulls out a, a, a candle that has a, a, a knife on the end of it. It's, 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 there's these candles in the wall, and they're like, it's—what do I want to call it? Like a it? pike. It's, it's a candelabra, but it's one candle, and it's— sat upon this metal spike that got jabbed into this cobblestone wall. So he just pulls it out so the spike is revealed and then just shoves the candle spike into Richard's side. Yeah. And then Richard catches on fire. Uh, Because there's candles involved, I guess. I guess. And then he kicks him off and we think he's going to fall into the pool of water because, of course, his cave hideout has water but no he just hits the ground Mm -hmm. and is just still on fire dead yeah and then christine uh she just like she gets so upset it's like richard's dead (laughs) oh she's so pissed yeah so she starts kicking she's like oh my god you just killed my boyfriend and i'm so upset about this pushes candle like you know a candelabra thing down burns the uh burns the organ pushes another candelabra thing down it's burning uh you know shit and then she just like grabs uh, Richard's gun that he dropped, and she shoots Eric. The fucking Phantom. Yeah, she just guns him down. And then, uh, and then Hawking like appears, and he starts shooting at the Phantom you keep in his back. Saying honking. <laughs> no, I say Hawking. I swear you just said honking. I said Hawking. Boop boop. <laughs> <laughs> Hawking appears and shoots him. Shoots uh, the the Phantom in the back. Stop laughing at the way I say words. How dare you? <laughs> I did not. I said hawking. Okay. Is it the way I say my W where it's like it kind of hung a bit? <laughs> but that's an excuse for you to say honking. <laughs> okay, this is me saying honking. <laughs> and now me saying hawking. Okay. <laughs> There's a difference. The difference is it. K. Right. Uh, and uh, so Hawking appears and shoots him in the back, and then Christine breaks the mirror. 
Remember how she broke a mirror at the beginning of the movie to go back in time? Right. 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 And then, right. And then the Phantom tries to grab her, and then the, her, the, the ring falls off her finger. Right, the devil ring. And then they all just like burst in flames. They all just, they all just uh, engulf in flames. And then... Magic. Christine. Christine. Are you awake? Are you okay? Oh, Molly Shannon, Meg. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Superstar. <laughs> Are so you then, awake? Yeah, so she wakes up in present-day New York. Whoa. Confused again. I almost Just like forgot. the beginning like, of the film. Yeah, when it happened, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. That happened at the beginning of the movie. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, and then they're like, oh, gosh, guys, we got we to gotta figure out, is she okay? Is she okay? And then they're like, uh, Mr. Foster, come over here. Mr. Foster comes down and looks down at her. And what do you know? It's a boy. It's Eric. But his face is fine. Right. He looks He's fine. Literally just Robert Englund. Yeah. And so Mr. Foster is the is the producer of the musical or whatever. And he says, you know, Christine, you've gotten the part. You know, you're going to be the lead of our show. Doesn't he straight up say that the other actress called out sick or something? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, so uh, Foster is like, oh, Christine, come on, take, uh, come home with me. You know, I want to like talk. To, I want to like want you to meet our backers, but I, I need to stop at home first. So like, just come by for like, come with me. We'll have champagne at my house before we see the backers. Classic director shit. Yeah, classic Harvey Weinstein shit. Uh, you know, <laughs> and uh, and so then, yeah, Foster says, you know, hey, I gotta go put on a tie, so I'll be right back. So he goes upstairs. And Christine, like, walks around, goes downstairs, much like going down into the sewers, but goes mm-hmm. downstairs, and he's got all these, like, synthesizers and keyboards. And, and a printer. And a, a big old printer. On that printer is the music sheet. Don Juan Triumphant! Oh, shit! And then we see Mr. Foster up in his room, and he's looking in the mirror, and he sees that some of his skin is peeling. Weird that his skin is peeling off. So what does he do? He sci-fi opens up his drawer. Not his pants, but the drawer. That has faces in it. He has other Robert Englund faces. Yeah, so he just puts a new one on. He puts a new face on. Yeah. And then... (laughs) And then goes downstairs in his suit and tie. And sees Christine with all the, you know... And the the yeah. the Don Juan triumphant, which is now playing, music. you know, too. It's like she pressed a button and started playing, and, the, and the it speakers. is weirdly like synthesizer, yeah, nineties, like, 90s, like All boop, boop, I see are spots. So Foster, you know, catches her and says, like, you know, hey, Christine, we are destined to be together forever. You know, you and me, our music forever. And then she says, no, and she grabs her his face. Be- uh, 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 real quick, when he's getting close to her. He's getting sexy time. Yeah. He's trying to do like kissy time. Mm-hmm. And she's like kind of playing in with it. Grabs the back of his hair. Oh, pulls, yeah. Pulls and it kind of gives. And then rips his face off. And now his face for the whole movie was like, yeah, you see like kind of, you see bones and you see uh, skin, uh, well, you see muscle. It, muscle tissue. It is. In this part, it is just all brown, like decomposed, blacky, deteriorated, yeah, muscle, and it's just disgusting. There's Th- nothing. It's gross. This makeup looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, it really did. And when he when she tore the face, like you see this ending here, and, and so this ending here is fucking awesome. It kind of solidified the entire film. Yeah. 
that you because know, that means i mean let's finish this and we'll talk about it yeah so she rips off his face yeah and then she stabs him right and then she steals the sheet music from don juan right and when she goes outside, she like rips it up and puts it down the puts it down the sewer. Which I thought was like, girl, why are you putting down the sewer? Like that's the one thing that we know that he's good at is sewers. Yeah, he's probably down there. Yeah, you know Just he's gonna burn put it back together or something. Keep it alive for a sequel, I guess. Uh. That never happened. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera two, spookier. <laughs> and then she encounters a violin player. And she's and he's just playing She gives him money. Then while she's walking away, he starts playing All I see are butts. Yeah. The Dom on Triumph tune. And then she just walks off. And then the credits start rolling. So this is where the movie's bad and good. I love the fact that he traveled the phantom through time. Is still, but yeah. he didn't travel to through time. I mean, technically, I guess. He's just always lived. The thing is that he made a deal with the devil to be immortal so that mm-hmm. his music could be immortal. Yeah. He also gave the ring to Christine. Yes. So when she got knocked in the head, she was kind of going back in time through this weird sort of um, reincarnation thing of seeing old Christine. But that old Christine is still her because she put on the ring, too. So both of them are still the same person, I think. I guess. Same. This movie's almost good. Yeah, it's kind of like this This ending is a little bit like Tim Burton Planet of the Apes ending, which I know you haven't seen that. Right. Or, uh, but we'll watch that for the podcast because that's Wee. just a fucking wild movie. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, th- 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 it, was just, it was almost good, but not good enough. Because I saw what they were going for. There were cool elements. I just didn't understand any of it. Yeah, it made no sense. Um, so that's the movie, guys. We we struggled through it. <laughs> but And it was so sad because most er- of the time I can find a way to love the films right, that we watch. Every, every one, but like, and, and this should be a movie that I like. Yeah, but like every once in a while I'll be like, oh, great, now the movie's going to get real good. But then it's just like, ah, oh, shit. There were cool parts. And it's I love the way like it looked. Were, it looked cool. And there weren't even a lot of stuff that we could make fun that was like not not that we can make we've made fun of a lot of stuff but there weren't a lot of things that we could laugh at in this one either you know because we were just puzzled we were just like what the fuck is going on more but like you see uh uh uh, six sock monsters from outer space we were puzzled but it was hilarious too because we had to work through it and then in the end it did make sense it did make sense we made sense of it we did make sense of it this film i kind of uh, we kind of made sense of it, but it just isn't good. Yeah, it just isn't good. Uh, so, yeah, we don't recommend watching this movie. It's kind of dud. <laughs> I mean, the makeup's fun. Yeah, the makeup's fun. That's about it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's the movie. And since it's the end of the movie, it is that time, ladies and gentlemen. Edward Trivia. Remy. John. This is your question. Now, in 1994, Ed Wood the movie came out. Hmm. What else Ed Wood-inspired thing came out the same year? Fuck, dude. <laughs> that's that's a very broad one. I know, it is um, very broad. Is it... Okay, can, can I have a couple questions? Could it be like, is it another film? Yes. Okay, cool. It is another movie. <laughs> Great. Of sorts. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Toss me a curveball. 
Um, I mean, it's a movie. It's a movie. Okay, it's it's a movie based on Ed Woody things. Was it circus related? No. Okay. <laughs> Was it cross dressing related? Yes. Okay. Was Robin Williams involved? No. Okay. <laughs> At least I hope not. Fuck, because I was going to say Birdcage for some <laughs> reason. That's a great movie. Yeah. Oh, but it's Crossroads. I feel like I'm onto something, though. You are, but I don't think you'll get this. I d- believe you completely. I do believe you completely. Was it musical? No. Pretty Woman. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Uh, what happened was, in the same year, they released Glenn or Glenda the Porno. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely not going to think of that. I do not know of that. Yeah. I'm going to look it up, and I'm sure I'll enjoy it. <laughs> well, that does it for this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen, oh, of Obscurities over. of the Silver Screen. Yes, it's over. Oh. But we are going to be back next week. And next week, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very good treat for you guys. Oh, it's it's a spectacle for the eyeballs. Oh, yes, especially. Uh, we are going to be watching a movie called Food Fight. What is it called? Food Fight. Food Fight. Yes, it's from 2012. It stars Charlie Sheen, Hilary Duff, Eva Longoria, Christopher Lloyd, and the animation looks god awful, like a piece of shit. Just so you know, like it's all of your favorites and nothing that you're gonna want to see. Nope, but that's what we're gonna bring next. But week it for also you. has all of your favorites, not as in your actors, but your favorite foods. foods. Yeah, so uh, that'll be fun, and uh, we can't wait to bring you that. And that is coming next week. So thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, remember to keep sharing, uh, keep commenting on posts of ours. Uh, keep telling your friends about us and please keep rating us on wherever uh, you find our podcast thank you uh, Timothy the Brush on uh, in, on iTunes for giving us a review that is very kind of you your kind words wait Tim the Brush Timothy the Brush yeah oh, what a guy that was yeah that's his username nice yeah. well I just figured that was his his, his title right yeah yeah Right. Anyway, so grab your pickles, scoop your tuna, um, eat your eat salami. Your, yeah, uh, ch- uh, crunch on those on those peanuts and get ready sl- for next. Slurp week. your syrup and get ready, ready, get ready, get ready for next week's episode. And Sam Scare. Hey guys, JG again. One quick word before we go. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at OOTSS Podcast. Again, that is at OOTSS Podcast. Make sure to send us your movie suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. If there's any weird movie that you love or maybe you've heard of and you want us to watch it, let us know. We may just watch it. Thanks again for listening, and tune in next week for another episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen.